gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman. Melissa Itell Duran is here and... Uh, to uh, to break down all kinds of things, but I think right now we're we're looking at the end of the midterm elections, and uh, and former President Trump promised he'd wait, and it didn't look like he was going to, but he waited. But when he uh, when he came out, he said, "I'm running." So a lot of concentration's been on on uh, Donald John Trump, and the idea that he's running again for president. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Good. Uh, I guess no surprises, right? We assumed uh, we assumed that he was going to do this. Well, he's been hinting at it all along. The question is, uh, you know, maybe this is uh, this is wasn't a great time to do it. Maybe reality is setting in. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, here's the thing: uh, is there any chance he's doing it uh, to take heat off? Uh, because uh, he could turn around and say, uh, he, they know I'm going to be the next president. That's why they're trying to come after me. And, uh, you know, it, it might ward off some um, some indictments. It might, you know, and, and by the way, if he does get indicted or uh, something like that in one of these uh, situations, um, it, it could up his numbers and it could make him a martyr, so to speak. And people could rally around and say, look what they're doing to Trump. Uh, is any of that possible? Oh, definitely. I think uh, probably among uh, the many the many layers of his of his decision uh, go back to these possible indictments, you know, to keep him, you know, to keep, to keep him off limit, to keep to, to make him untouchable in a way. I mean, he's got many many uh, ulterior motives for uh, for what he's doing. It's not just for the love of the country; it is for himself, and it is also, I think, for a degree of, of protection from any. Uh, you know, legal entanglement to keep him immune from that. Um, but uh, whether he's really serious about this, I don't. I don't know. I, 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 the January sixth incident, I think, left us with the impression that, uh, another, another, uh, another facet of his, of his term in office, that um, to make us question whether or not he really, indeed, cared for all of his his followers. His 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 fan base, or was it just simply uh, you know an ego trip for him? Yeah, a lot of Trump followers are also supportive of Ron DeSantis, and a lot of people will say, well, you know, DeSantis is clean, he's young, he's fresh, he doesn't tweet, or he doesn't tweet like Trump. He's not as divisive. Yes, the Democrats hate him as well, but you got to assume they're going to do that recent poll, and I, I don't have the numbers in, in front of me, but it was significantly in favor of DeSantis when asked, would you vote for DeSantis over Trump? Uh, what, what's your thought on, on this? Does Trump stare DeSantis out? Uh, I don't know. I, it, it, you, you wonder about the, the timing of this. First of all, it's, it, it's uh, almost a two, full two years before we actually see any campaigning. You know, he just got off the midterms. DeSantis just won his re-election in the landslide. He's going to be preoccupied with the state of Florida for a while before he can actually, you know, make his announcement. And I'm sure he will, but it's not going to come anytime soon. 
and um, you know, it, 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 President Trump could get you know easily get a, a head, uh, an advantage here as far as fundraising is concerned. Um, but really, where does it leave him? I mean, the, the right now, you know, in the days after the midterms, uh, feelings about Trump have just taken a nosedive. I mean, they've gone the other way. So it is remarkable. I think. Um, just a mere month, a couple months ago, uh, I don't think anybody was talking about uh, DeSantis overtaking Trump or or this possible rivalry. I mean, I was reading the opposite that uh, possibly uh, DeSantis will defer to Trump, um, much the way his his Trump's own family is saying outwardly in the media that uh, you know DeSantis really should know better. It's not his time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think. Um, I, some people are taken aback by the attacks that uh, that Trump is giving towards uh, the Florida governor. Um, a, a very uh, very strong attacks too. I mean, he really yeah. went after him in a uh, in, in certainly a non-sporting way. But he went after him the way he went after lying Ted or or crooked Hillary or or little Marco or all these uh, different names that he went. I don't know his nickname for for Ron yet, but. Um, but uh, he, he, oh, for Ron for, for Ron DeSantis. Yeah, what is it? Ron DeSanctimonious. Oh, is that what he says? Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Ron DeSanctimonious. Oh my God. He stopped saying that, of course. You know, at, at a few of his rallies because he was, you know, he had a conflict of interest. He was stopping for some candidates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, candidates that didn't necessarily do all that well. Didn't uh, win. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really. Yeah, I know. Frank and, and they're not conceding. Frank McKay here. <laughs> so much more importantly, uh, Melissa Itel Joran is our host each and every week. Yeah, I you know it's uh, I jumped in right as you were saying that. Yeah, right. Not conceding. I mean, Dr. Roz and uh, Herschel Walker. It's the uh, jury's still out on that. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think Warnock has the advantage there, right? In a special election, he won the, during the special election. Um, I you know. It wasn't a banner day for former President Trump. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, it it just was not good. And, and of course, his speech was rather controlled. It was a, it, the 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 uh, I think the sentiment in the room, though it was very enthusiastic for him, it it was missing some of the elements of 2015 when he rode down the escalator. At Trump Tower, if you recall that yeah, day that he declared course. for the, yeah, um, it, it, um, glaringly absent was his daughter Ivanka, who said made a statement that she was decided had uh, decided to take a back seat, take a leave of absence from the campaign trail. She didn't want really have anything to do with with anything political this time around. She wanted to concentrate on her family. She and her and her husband Jared Kushner. Live in Florida. They, uh, I guess they, they have had enough of the the limelight, of being in the glare of, of uh, media attention and, and, and controversy. Um, D- uh, Don Jr. wasn't there, but Eric was, and some of the names of the Trump administration were not there either. And, so, and a couple of his of his um, handpicked um, people who are currently serving in Congress couldn't make it because of uh, so-called weather issues like Matt Gantz, who's under investigation. Yeah. So it's quite a different scene. It tells you it's quite telling. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, uh, amazing uh, what's, uh, what's going on here. I, I don't know what his agenda is. I, I assume 
Look, if you want to take it on the, sur uh, on the surface, it's uh, I should have never been unelected. It was uh, I was illegally thrown out. Therefore, I uh, uh, I want to take my rightful spot as president of the, uh, of the United States, and um, let's get on uh, with this and let's uh, let me take my uh, throne back. Uh, that would be on on the surface, but you know, so many uh, you know different things could be in there. Uh, wants to keep his name in the in the headlines and then ultimately pull out. Um, I, which I don't, I don't think, I'm not buying into that. The, the one I might be buying into is what we touched on before. You know, uh, they can't indict me if I'm running for president. Yeah, exactly. We, and, you know, he's, got, he's got many reasons for his, his uh, declaring so early. So uh, we'll, we'll see how long the, you know, how much air is in this, this uh, campaign initiative, where it goes, and whether it's, uh, whether perhaps um, he's going to, uh, well, I don't want to say meet his final end, but he's going to come to his uh, realization of, of where his campaign really stands in the scheme of things. You know, Melissa, we see and hear Trump saying all these horrible things about DeSantis. Does DeSantis shout back? Does he does he lash back at uh, Trump, or is he uh, taking the high road? Ah, oh, that's an interesting one. I guess he thinks that he's got a mandate to uh, to run. He's been talking about it for years anyway, um, but um, he's got problems. He wants to be. He doesn't want to be indicted. I mean, it's it's it, the even though uh, Tish James, the Attorney General of New York State, uh, made a, 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 a I guess a, a not so successful bid to have uh, to take him on because of the, uh, you know his his dealings with with uh, banks. And it turned out to actually, uh, you know, flip the other way because uh, the banks took gladly took his money. They they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, claim that he was defaulting on any loans. They took his money. They, his money was good enough went for all his uh, his casino initiatives, his hotel initiatives, etc. Um, he still has a number of, of, of possible criminal charges uh, that have not been uh, that are still being explored. I mean, the, the possibility is real. I mean, he is. He is not Lily White. Uh, he 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 enters this uh, presidential race with a a, 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 a shadow of um, incrimination, and uh, despite um, you know his the the fan base, well the, the his base, I don't think it's enough really to carry him over uh, to get the to, even if he does get the nomination by some I don't know some strange. Um, you know, twist of fate. He does get the nomination. I don't know if he. I don't think he has enough to, to win an election. It could be a repeat of 2020. Even if even if Joe Biden doesn't run, which now I think is seeming. Even though Joe Biden may, may think he's going to run. I mean, it depends on which day he's talking. If he remembers <laughs> where he is, um, I don't think it's going to be Joe Biden. And no, I don't no think. No way it's going to be. Yeah, Biden. yeah, no yeah. I, and I don't think Trump can pull it off. I really don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I, I may agree with you completely. Um, Melissa, I tell Joran.com is where to go to watch the documentaries and go to Melissa Vision. It's a work in progress, but you can see the documentaries there and so much more. Uh, and that's on Roku TV and Amazon Fire. Uh, go there and, and uh, also binge listen to all, uh, all past shows. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, I'll host each and every week with Melissa Eitel-Jarn. Uh, yeah, Melissa, I, 
you know, I may I may agree with you on that. Uh, the the wild card is is the one that you keep mentioning about uh, about Dick Morris saying, hey, you know, uh, the call to Hillary is going out and and she's going to be the last person standing and whatever. I mean, could that be? Well, I don't know. I don't know that Trump beats Hillary, to be honest with you, this time around. Um, mm-hmm. You know, January 6th, I think uh, he lost a lot of a lot of supporters. A lot of supporters didn't agree with him uh, on on that whole issue. I mean, Americans first. But I think uh, a lot of people saw that as a treasonous uh, act by many people and uh, and and by Trump not denouncing it. Um certainly was, uh, you know, uh, hurt him with certain Americans that might have leaned his way. The other thing is you alluded to the fact that some of the people on January 6th thought that uh, that Trump would stand behind him, and he kind of threw them under the bus. So uh, January 6th is, uh, is a disaster for Trump. Yeah. Agree? Yeah. I, agree I agree with you. I agree with you. And Look, I mean, unless uh, Hillary's doing something we haven't heard yet, or 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 she's doing something that uh, is imminent, uh, I don't I don't see a Hillary Trump rematch, unless, of course, uh, but we we speculated about that a while ago. That's the Dick Morris line, but uh, we're in a different you know now we're in a different place. So I don't know if the if the uh, the specter of Hillary will return. Because I don't know if we're going to have that. I don't. I don't know. It, it could be. I mean, this is this is a wild card. I mean, we're just off the midterms. Uh, twenty twenty three. It hasn't started yet. I um, and I'm sure that uh, this this the the scheme of things will change enough so that we'll have a clearer picture. But not just yet. It's kind of early. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, the a gun to my head says the uh, front runner is uh, is Kamala Harris, right? She's the vice president and she's right, right. whatever. I don't know how strong a candidate yeah. she is, uh, but does uh, does she uh, does she shine uh, in polls over Trump? Have you seen any polls where where Kamala Harris was focused against Trump? No, I've seen more polls where where Trump is is compared with Ron DeSantis. Right. And, and you can see the, the drop in popularity. I don't know about Kamala Harris. Of course, she's going to be she's going to be uh, put out as a uh, you know introduced or well, introduced. And we already know her. She's going to be uh, um, she's going to be suggested as the heir apparent. But I think she's going to she's going to fade away. You know, she's she'll she'll run out of the money very soon. And there'll be uh, probably a host of other candidates. The, the biggest one. Who could the one who could really pose a threat is uh, Gavin Newsom, who is uh, who also run one re-election in California. Uh, by the way, he is the ex-husband of Kimberly Guilfoyle, the fiance of, of Don Jr. I, I didn't know that. Oh my God! Oh, yes, yes, yes. Kimberly Guilfoyle, among her many her many achievements um, <laughs> in her <laughs> resume, um, was married very briefly for a few years to. Uh, to Gavin Newsom, who at that time, and we're going back 20 years ago or more, um, I think he was mayor of San, Fran- San Francisco, and they say that Gavin Newsom, uh, this is six degrees of separation, is related to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> How do I not know these things? That, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's just, so it's just trivia. It's trivia in case you get on Jeopardy. This is stuff you could use. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, wow. How about that? You know, but I, yeah, yeah. It, it, the shocking thing to me there is that he was uh, he was married to uh, the the fiance, the current fiance of, of Trump Jr. Mm -hmm. But that, mm -hmm. yeah, that could be a that could be a complicated thing. Gavin Newsom, oh, yeah. though, I, I think you know he's you know he's handsome, right? He's a, he's got kind of movie yes. star looks. Exactly. Exactly. And, yes, he's perfect in California. Unlike Florida, where woke goes to die, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and that great speech, whoever wrote it for Ron DeSantis is brilliant. I mean, I'd love to write, I'd love to write a speech for somebody, but that's a great line. Where woke Florida is where woke goes to die. I think that that should be the state's, the wow. state's um, slogan. Right, exactly. So when you're entering Florida from the the airport, <laughs> you're in your rental car, or whatever. Welcome to Florida, where woke comes to die. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also on the license plates, you ever see on the back, you know, yes. live free and die for New Hampshire. Right. Or well, Florida should, should be a Florida's license plates are the sunshine state. They should replace that. Yeah. Florida, where woke goes to die. Yeah, great line. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'm so impressed with Ron DeSantis. I, I really, I really am. It's, it's hard to bet against a guy like that. Um, yeah. yeah he's, got a, yeah. he's got a lot going for him. And uh, mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a lot of baggage. His baggage is is like left wing stuff, you know. Like uh, you know, did he mm -hmm. uh, was he appropriate in sending people to Martha's Vineyard, you know, that kind of stuff. And and the and the right's gonna love him for that. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, go to melissaitelljuren.com, watch the two documentaries, and uh, watch them on Melissa Vision on Roku TV. Frank McKay here with Melissa. I, yeah, I mean, uh, what's your take on, on DeSantis? I think he's definitely got it, you know, and, and he is the alternative. I mean, the New York Post declared him, uh, uh, they, uh, with a picture of him and his wife during that, the, the triumphant re-election night, the future. Um, he, I mean, every major outlet, except maybe for the New, except for the New York Times, which, you know, they acknowledged him, but they didn't, you know, they can celebrate him that way, um, is saying that he is, uh, he is the future. He's the alternative to Trump. He's got a lot of things going for him, as you said, that Trump doesn't have. He's measured. He's, he's, he's intellectual. I mean, he's, he's got, uh, I think, uh, is it a Harvard Law degree or Yale Law? I don't know what, what it is, but he's got the right schools. He has, he's, he has military experience. He was an athlete. He's, uh, he's, he's cool about himself. He doesn't, he doesn't say outrageous things. He doesn't get carried away by his emotions. And he won a landslide in Florida, and he's done what he's wanted to do, despite what other people have, despite the criticism and the, the, uh, uh, you know, the character assassinations. The, and, and within Florida itself, there are detractors. There are people who live in Florida and hate him. They were the ones who probably voted for Charlie Crist. And uh, but the majority of people are just happy. They feel free. This is the this is the freest state in the union, and uh, he's he's got on paper and from what we see now, he's got what it takes. And I and and that's what he, and that's the reason why Trump was throwing a hissy fit recently, calling him Ron De Sanctimonious. I mean, mature people don't do this. This is the behavior of, uh, I guess, a fourth grader, maybe a kid in junior high. It's not becoming for a you know, former president. But then again, we're not dealing with just with a normal person. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, listen, it, it's 
everything you said there uh, is is uh, hard to argue with. The uh, the oh the question I have for you was what were what were the numbers on DeSantis? Do you know them off the top of your head? What did he beat Charlie no. Crist by? Oh, I don't know them off my off the top it was of a my landslide. head, but it was, it was sub substantial, substantial. Yeah, and you know, and and Trump attacking them, it just uh, you know that's what Trump does, and and Trump uh, does you know does that very well. I just. I, I think maybe an all acts. I mean, look, the greatest acts in the world die after a while, you know, and, and, and people get tired of them. I'm wondering if, if people are tired of, uh, of some of this from Trump. If there was no Ron DeSantis, I, you know, Trump would probably have a clear run. I don't even know who, who's, who's the next uh, name other than Ron DeSantis. Is there somebody... Who, who else stands up there? Is, I mean, you start getting into the Marco Rubio of the world when you mm -hmm. start Greg Abbott, uh, people yeah. like that. But yeah. uh, I, right. don't, I, I don't think you, um, I, I don't, I, there's a huge drop off from Ron DeSantis to anybody else in the Republican Party, other than Trump, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's it. I think that's your leader. That's your, that's your guy. That's your, that's, as, as some people have said, the next president. I mean, we'll see what happens. We don't know who's going to be up for the, the Democrats. I don't know if we should write off Hillary just yet. Um, <laughs> you never know. She might, you know, do what Dick Morris said she's going to do. Yeah. Are you, you know, now we've been out of it for, for two weeks. We've had two weeks to absorb this. Uh, anything surprising uh, to you? Now, looking back, it, it's one thing to look back a, a week after or, a, you know, we spoke Friday, right? Uh, we, uh, we spoke Friday yes. after the Tuesday election the last and, you know, it was still kind of soaking in there. We still, you know, there was a hangover and there was a little here. Now it, we have almost two weeks. Tuesday, it'll be two weeks exactly since the election. Uh, anything mm -hmm. stand out to you now that didn't stand out to you on last Friday, let's say? Oh, um, well, I think we're seeing more and more of, of, of just how how big this this blue wave, this blue red tsunami was supposed to be that didn't happen. That, that the red tsunami that that was supposed to be that never happened. Um, we also have, I think, a better picture of some of some of these lingering races. There are a few races that still that have yet been to be decided. There's one in Colorado with Lauren Boebert. And then she's the Trump, uh, you know, the Trumper, Trumpette, <laughs> right. and she is hanging by a thread. She only has a, you know, 500,000 votes or something, or 50, whatever it is. It's a, it's a, it's an, an insignificant number. It, 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 it's minuscule. I mean, she and her and her, her opponent Adam Frisch, uh, they're just, they're just in limbo. Nobody knows which way it's going to blow. And she's a very unpopular, controversial figure. Uh, she heckled um, President Biden during his State of the Union speech. Uh, she is, uh, she's got a very, um, I guess, uh, a, a checkered past in some cases. And she's a, she's a Trumpette, a female Trump loyalist. Uh, so that race hasn't been decided. The other one, in Arizona, it, it's, it's virtually Democratic. The governorship, everybody was thinking that Carrie Lake, this is... Uh, I never heard of her before until this, you know, this race started getting the attention, media attention. Now you big, can't uh, stop hearing about her. 
Oh, God, yeah. And she really is, she's vicious. Um, she, um, I mean, she really is vicious. She's, she's made these wild accusations about her opponent. I, don't, I, I think some of them are unfounded. Uh, she hasn't conceded. Uh, she is not a, she's not gracious. I understand the, the concern with voter integrity, but some of her statements have been way off. You know, way off radar. She said that women who get abortions under her under her administration, they would be subject to criminal investigation. Um, I, wow. Very extreme. Now she's very uh, charismatic. She's uh, she's very polished because of her t her television experience, her television career. She was on uh, the news in, in Arizona for 20 years, and apparently a very well known uh, television journalist. But um, she is, uh, she's towing the line of some of the extremist Trump views, and it's, that's, I think the voters got wise to her. Of course, she hasn't conceded yet. I don't know if she ever will. I don't know if she's, if she's pursuing an investigation or if she's mounted a lawsuit yet, but she wanted her, uh, her opponent, who's, who's now declared the governor, Katie Hobbs, to be uh, tried for treason, among other things. Oh my God. And yeah, yeah she's uh, she's really off the rails, and, and uh, she she was spotted at Mar-a-Lago this week, at one of these uh, closed uh, events, and given a standing ovation. I don't know if she's trying to curry favor with the president. Uh, maybe she thinks that she, if this Arizona governorship is dead in the water for her, that perhaps he might consider her for a running mate, his running mate in 2024, if he should. You know, somehow or other, beat the odds and and get through. I don't know, but she uh, she's a she's a uh, she's got a lot of things up her sleeve. This is a uh, I, I would say a, po a politically um, astute or at least a very shrewd operator, political operator. And uh, I, I I don't know much about her family. I don't know if they were ever on display during this campaign. But she tried to portray herself as a uh, an Abe Lincoln type of character. Came from a very very poor background, you know, and and rose up through the through the years through the ladder and made it to the top. Yeah, I, uh, amazing. Yeah, there's no way it's Pence, right? You mentioned running mate, and it got me thinking. There's no way it's mm -hmm. ever Trump Pence again, and I think no, it's both Pen ends. No, no. Oh, did you see Pence at the? CNN Town Hall. His book is it just came out. His memoir. Yeah, and I, I imagine, you know, I imagine uh, it's it's in uh, he's in promotional mode at this point. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. uh, but we're not hearing about him running for president, right? Hell, he was asked that several times, and he said politely, um, "That's a matter for of discussion in our household." And right now, we're you know we're focused on on coming to the American public and discussing. You know the the events of January 6th and how the, what the book relates about that. Of course, he has his his stock and barrel uh, answers. Yeah, well, he was a target on on January 6th, right? I mean, people. Yes. You know, people w would have gone after him too. Crazy. I That's mean, it's, right. uh, it, it's it's still crazy. How is it shaking out? I mean, what what's the public think about January 6th at this point? Are they well, numb? I think. I think, you know, it, it, when, when it comes to an issue such as inflation, gas prices, cost of living, um, quality of life, I think it's, it's there, but it, it doesn't hold a candle, I think, to 
to all those pro- those right. problems. I mean, Pence is trying to, you know, he's trying to explain his side of the story and that he was, uh, you know, he had to fulfill his constitutional duty and he heard the cries, you know, hang Pence, where's Mike, you know, uh, he and, and, and the, the, the chaos and the rioting and, and, and the crowds. And he tried to paint a picture of actual um, dread and, 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 and um, total uh, abhorrence of what was going on and how the president... Um, uh, left his duties and, and let let these let these people on to, and let and, and watched from the sideline in total glee, but um, I don't know if if uh, I think it, the Democrats will drum in will drum up and, and of course Liz Cheney will drum up January sixth I guess you know to to try to bring up any ill feelings or, or any suspicious feelings toward a, a possible any 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 Trump aligned candidate. Or at least to uh, keep the the flames going of the evils of of, of the Trump legacy. So I uh, know Liz, Liz Cheney, who you know is leaving office, and uh, she vowed to make sure Donald Trump never gets anywhere near the White House again. Yeah, well, let me say, are we uh, are we hearing that her say things like, "If it's Trump, I'm running uh, I'm running as a third party candidate." Are we hearing anything That's- like that? I don't know. That's interesting. That would really that would ruin it for the Republicans. No doubt. But maybe it, it for, maybe it ruins if she yeah. turns around and says, "Look, I'll be with DeSantis, but if uh, if it's Trump, I'm running as a third party." Oh, you mean Liz Cheney doing something like yeah. that? I don't know. I don't know if she's got enough traction to pull that off. Well, cuz if she wins and she gets, yeah. you know, who knows, uh 3% off uh, mm-hmm. uh you know from uh it's probably not coming from the Dems, although yeah. it could be. It could make an argument, but she could do what Perot did, and and get yes, you know, eighteen percent. An excellent right? analogy. An yeah. excellent analogy. So uh, she, she, if she wants to spoil for Trump. She could threaten to yeah. spoil, and uh, and maybe force Trump out. But I don't mm-hmm. think Trump cares. You know, Trump will say, you know, best of luck to you. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't think yeah, Trump, Trump cares. Care He's not going to get scared off. <laughs> He doesn't care. He won't care. No. <laughs> but I think if he does run, I I think it, it could be it could end the way the 2020 did for him, and that could really put a, a, a nail in the coffin for the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. For Frank, a long time. Yep. Frank McKay here, urging everyone to go to Melissa Vision on Roku and uh, and uh, Amazon Fire. Melissa Vision on Roku. Watch the documentaries. Both documentaries there and on melissaitelljoran.com. I also binge listen to all that we've been doing over the years, cherry pick, and, uh, and, and try, to, uh, try to pick some things, subjects you'd like. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Melissa Itell Joran is our host each and every week. Melissa, I, I know we talked about it before, and I don't know if I just, if I'm having a, a brain lapse here, a brain cramp, but are, uh, what, what do the numbers look like DeSantis to Trump in a Republican primary, uh, he's ahead of him, but how far ahead of Trump is DeSantis? Um, He's—I don't have the exact numbers, but he's—he's he's there. He's—he's—he's he's, he's way above the Trump. I mean, this is not what we expected. I mean, prior to this, everybody was thinking, "Oh boy, it's going to be Trump again if the Republicans really decide to go for him," you know, and throw their all their eggs in one basket. 
but um, he seems to be losing ground, and especially now in the, in the last week and a half or so. I mean, you're really seeing that uh, people are, I think, are starting to, you know, write him off. And uh, he's not going to go away quietly. This could drag on. We, we, we're definitely going to see, you know, battle of the Republican, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the stars, if you want to yeah. call them that. <laughs> the Titans, and, you know, the battle this, of the Titans. Uh, right, Republican right. Style. That's Yes, and that's not going to exclude anyone else who wants to run. I mean, right now, I know Mike Pence is probably going to throw his hat in the ring, and whether or not it's worth, you know, worth his time, he'll do it anyway. Um, um, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is thinking of running. He said this for, for about a year. He's talked about it. He's he's been mentioned, in, uh, and he's on television all the time. And. Uh, Nikki Haley is, is a perennial candidate, and I wouldn't write off um, Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz. I mean, they're always there anyway. I mean, that's not—it's not, not going to stop the, the former Trump associates, former cabinet members, from from throwing their hats in the ring. I think you're going to see a full slate, and uh, I think eventually Trump is going to—he's um, going to—he's going to just, you know, crash and burn it somehow. Even if he's—he may force the issue, but. He's going to crash and burn. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I it, it could just be between him and DeSantis, and then he'll have to go, you know, walk with his tail, you know, carry his tail between his legs. I don't know, but um, I, I can't see DeSantis, uh, you know, um, um, agreeing to be, you know, become his VP candidate. That I can't see. That that was something else that was brought up, and and I think you know, having the Trump family members, like Trump's daughter-in-law Laura, yeah. come out and say. Um, you know, Governor DeSantis, you know what your duty is. You, it's not your turn. <laughs> I mean, that's no. rather, yeah, really. You know, you could say the nerve. I mean, really. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is she to say? Well, here, here's, yes. here's the uh, my thought. As you mentioned, some of those names: Nikki Haley, mm -hmm. Pompeo, uh, mm -hmm. Pence. I, I've got to believe that that those. Are people that would peel votes from Trump directly if they uh -huh. throw their hats in the ring? Uh, uh -huh. That you know, like Pompeo and and Nikki Haley, especially because Trump uh -huh. uh, had trusted them and put them in high positions, uh -huh. and they were supportive of Trump, and supporters of Trump like those two people quite a bit, as they do DeSantis. So I think uh -huh. those two people, maybe even Pence. Uh, take away from Trump. Uh, do you think that's yeah. true, or do you think they take away from the anti-Trump uh, candidate, who at this point is Ron DeSantis, if he decides to run? Well, I don't think they're going to make much of an impact. I don't think they would affect a Ron DeSantis campaign. He's so popular, uh, and I, I, I just, I think they'll, they'll just be there. The way that you had, you know, what do you have, 15, 20 other candidates in 2015? You know, and one by one they'll drop out and they'll, you know, they'll defer. At that time they deferred to Trump. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think they, it, it is a statement, I know, against Trump. And they, that's what their original intention was before this whole DeSantis thing, you know, it, it exploded on the scene. But I think now they're just they're going to do it because they want their voices heard. And it's, you know, it's a great way to get your, you know, you get your image out there. Keep, maintain your image and, and maybe in a... In a you know, DeSantis administration, they will be called upon to of it. So, um, but I, I don't think they're going to pose that much of a threat. 
in, in the initial um, primary run. Yeah, uh, uh, amazing uh, to me. Melissa MelissaEitelJoran.com, everyone is a place to go. Watch the documentaries, check out Melissa up close. Uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, what, what's the other shake out, uh, or shake up or, or outpouring after this election? What, one quick point is our, my friend, uh, you know, Zeldin, Lee Zeldin, who ran, uh, you know, valiantly here. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I think he may be listening, right? And I, we appreciate you listening, Lee. Uh, but uh, he's, he's ending his term as, as a congressman. Um, he gave up the idea of running for re-election. He was he succeeded by uh, Nick Lalota, another guy I know, and um, and he's on to bigger and better things. And immediately, yeah. people started talking about him running for uh, Gillibrand, him running for county executive in in Suffolk County. One of the things that's been floated, uh, and you know more than floated, and floated by some serious people, is the idea of him becoming the the. Uh, RNC chair, the Republican National Committee chair, uh, Lee Zeldin, and you know, as former congressman, um, I, I I don't know uh, that that would be a bad move for Lee Zeldin as well. Uh, that spot, uh, you know, Rance Priebus, right, uh, held that, and I think he went on to be chief of staff for then President Trump. Um, but I, I think uh, uh, who's it? Haley Barber was national. Uh, was national chair, and he went on to be governor of Mississippi. Um, that's not a bad spot for Zeldin. I don't know if you heard any of those rumors or heard any of those floats. And, and it's not Lee floating him. It's it's other people, I think, trying to draft him into that. And I haven't talked yeah. to him about the the possibility of, of these things. But, you know, I think if, uh, you know, John F. Kennedy had a great line. He said, if you see blue sky, go for it. So if there's a, if there's a real shot at getting that and and not much is standing in your way if i'm lee zeldin maybe i think of that gives him a national presence um, yes. uh contacts with uh, all types of fundraising and if he decides to run against kirsten gillibrand in uh in two years um you know not a bad place to do it from i i think that's uh, uh, that's absolutely a great idea and also um his name has been mentioned uh, and I don't know um, how many circles, but definitely, um, actually, on um, one of the radio stations, one I'm not sure if it was yours, but uh, he was mentioned as a possible Speaker of the House uh, candidate, because you don't have to uh, technically be serving in Congress. He was no. a congressman. He was serving until, you know, he declared his, his intention to run for governor, but he, he could have been put up for Speaker of the House. Now, we know that Kevin McCarthy has um, declared that for himself, but he was mentioned as a possible Yeah, it's interesting. I, candidate. I would think it's a long shot because I think mm -hmm. um, Congressman uh, McCarthy and, and Leader McCarthy, right, he's the, uh, he, he's the minority leader. Uh, I, you know, I, I would have to believe, I'd have to believe he has a, a big leg up on that, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, he's been uh, he's been gunning for it for a while. He's, he was the minority leader, and and now that the Republicans have squeaked through with a uh, you know with a major with a slim majority, he you know he's the first one mentioned. But um, I think it's 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 definitely um, you know quite amazing, and and uh, that that uh, Lee Zeldin's name would come up. I think this is an indication that he has gained national attention, 
and as I said, I said last time we spoke, he's got a, he's 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 going to be going very far. He's going to be going to many places. This, you know, he's young yet. He he did get a, a 30 percent of the vote, uh, and and he he did make inroads. And New York is yep. a tough place, but. He did a lot. He accomplished a lot. He ran a terrific campaign. It's, I, it's exhausting. I don't know if he's taken a vacation or not, but it's certainly if, he, so. if he's think, yes, it's well deserved. I, he, and you know, he he did a great job. And I, it's you know, it's just it, it's New York is a tough place, and going up against an incumbent like her with her connections and her, you know, her her her, uh, you know, her. For people, <laughs> it's it's hard, but he did do a lot. He got a, he got uh, many Republicans in uh, Congress on his uh, in, on this on his wave, and I think he's he's only going to keep going, and and uh, time will tell uh, where we will see him next, where he he uh, really attains his his um, his highest achievement. Yeah. I, well, listen, uh, Amen. And if you're listening, uh, Lee, from me and Melissa, great job. Uh, and uh, just, you know, you, you don't have to win to, uh, to win. Uh, elevated his name big time and, and, boy, ran a hell of a race. Melissa, last thought on Trump DeSantis before we go. Well, uh, it's kind of early yet, but I think the seeds have been sowed for a, a big match. It, de it depends how long, how far the former president can stay afloat, what's going to be happening. You know, his, his speech was quite... Uh, subdued on um, the speech that he gave the other day when he announced running, the intention to run. Very different from his previous speeches. He, I think he kept task. There were no, you know, emotional outbursts. Uh, he, he didn't speak off the cuff. Uh, the, 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 temp, the, the, the attitude through the, uh, the room, the, the temperament in the room in Mar-a-Lago, I guess that was a ballroom. I'm, I'm not familiar with all the rooms in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, very different setting, not the elevator, not the escalator with, with the throngs of people, you know, applauding. It was, his, it, was his, it was a group, a special group of people, but there were some notable names who were missing. So is he changing his approach? Possibly. How will that play out? I don't know. Has his time come and gone? Well, we, we, I think we have to see. It's quite early yet. Ron DeSantis is busy with Florida. He's not going to be declaring for a while. We know he probably will. He's amassed enough funds. He's got, I think, some many former Trump uh, contributors and, and uh, Super PAC members. I'm not sure how the Super PACs work, but a lot of Trump-aligned people have been giving money to him, to his cause, because they foresee a a, a a DeSantis candidacy. So um, we have time yet. It's early. Well, as always, well said, Melissa, and to everyone out there, thank I know you, you join in, uh, in, in saying uh, to all of them, thank you very much for tuning yes, in each and every we, week. We love you for it. Yes, we appreciate you, yes. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.